I am very, very, very excited about this episode of the Glasshouse podcast. I got to have a great conversation with Fiona Kelly, who is the founder of the Executive PA Forum, which is taking place on the 10th and 11th of November 2021. And we discussed so much. Um, We started off about how the executive assistant and that of the PA is one of the most underestimated roles that are on the market at the moment the changes that the EAs and PAs of today's world are facing. And we also talk about the importance of self-empowerment and how about knowing yourself, the good, the bad, and the ugly is fundamental for personal and professional growth. We also realized that um, Fiona is my longest relationship because I have been working with her since 2014. We had great crack, we had a lovely chat, and I really hope you enjoy it. I am so excited to uh, introduce you to my guest today on the Glasshouse podcast and I have been trying to get this woman onto the podcast I would say for a good six months but she's so busy and um, she's based in London and she is the founder of the Executive PA Forum which I'm speaking at on November 10th and 11th. Um, I'm so excited to introduce you to Fiona Kelly. So hi, Fiona. Hi, Siobhan. Thanks so much for having me on here. And uh, I've been dying to do it for so long as well. Just haven't had the opportunity. You guys have been uh, so busy with the symposium, which we'll get to. But I was actually, just before we started recording, I said to Fiona that um, my relationship with her and Ashling is my longest, (laughs) most successful (laughs) relationship. Um, But I am delighted to have her on. So in your own words, Fiona, tell people um, what you do as the founder of the Executive PA Forum. Well, yeah, so the Executive PA Forum started, uh, we had the very first event in 2010. And... um, Essentially, there was nothing, no training event, no gathering for EAs and PAs in Ireland. And I had just come back from Australia where I was working on conferences and training and events for a company there. And, you know, within that company alone, we had done like six or seven events a year. And I couldn't believe that there wasn't that event uh, in Ireland already. There was always something for HR and, you know, um, accountants and uh, solicitors and lawyers but there was every every other function sales every other function in the business but uh, EAs and PAs so that was it we just myself and Ashing uh, is my sister who works in the business as well and uh, we set up this event and it has just grown and grown and evolved over the years um, because we have an event management consultancy as well we just we never dreamed that the executive PA forum would actually grow to to be take over most of the business to be honest so we're very excited to uh host it next next week (laughs) not next month anymore next Next week week. (laughs) um on the 10th and 11th of november so um yeah it's it's basically a two-day uh training event it's cpd accredited and we cover a whole range of topics and sessions that uh, are relevant to the ea and pa role today um, and it has evolved so much, like even in the last, obviously, like any role since COVID, but especially in the last 18 months. But even before that, in the last five years, kind of we started noticing a lot of changes within the role. 
which I'm sure you will know all about yeah. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> as, a, as a recruiter as well. And it's just been lovely to, you know, connect with trainers. I think the benefits of uh, COVID uh, happening of the pandemic is that we've been able to connect with, with trainers and coaches all over the world. It's kind um, of changed our business to... model, though, hasn't it? Like, you know, that it's opened it up to so many EAs, not just in Ireland, but the UK, the US. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. So wherever you're from in the world, wherever you are, you can you can join us. And even if you want to dip in and out of sessions, there's, it, the event will be recorded. So, you know, there's lots of new opportunities there. Um, that we would never have dreamed of before and like one of our, our first speaker you know next week that I, I'll, I'll chat about in a minute she's based in Sydney and you know it was probably very highly unlikely that we would have flown her across now we we will in the future I think because we've worked so much with her now yeah. and we actually work with her on on getting her courses across Europe um TAs and PAs across Europe so you know we'd probably have her over now but before that we would have never dreamed of of flying someone from so far away um so yeah it's it's definitely been great from that perspective so i hope that's covered no no it does but you see the thing is is that like you're you're typical of a a lot of business women, women that i would meet like even with the eas and pas and you you say these things but it's so like as though everybody's doing them oh yeah it's evolved like i remember when i first started working with you guys um the numbers were much lower um and mm. even though the events like were always great year on year on year they improved and one of the things that i think and i remember like having this conversation with yourself and ash like a while ago that it was about when the EAs and PAs were speaking at the events, a lot of it was that the role was like in isolation mm. and they had a lot of work stress before everybody started talking about burnout and work stress. Mm. And that you were addressing those kind of things five mm-hmm. years ago, six years ago in mm. your workshops, if mm. I remember correctly. So yeah, you've always yeah. really been ahead of the curve. And this year it's like, it's really, the team is almost, even though it doesn't have like a team thing, like a transformation. Yes, exactly. That's what it's about, because that's what we've all been going through a transformation of sorts for the last while. But it's also about like becoming a transformational EA. We have Adam Fiddler, who's who's doing a keynote actually on that topic. And then within that as well is um, confidence and confidence to grow into your role and to make it what you want it to be. We've got Lisa Mitten, who's going to be talking. She's a vision and leadership mentor, and she actually used to be an EA. And she's going to be talking about creating your dream job, creating, you know, making the role, even even if it's the role that you're in, you don't have to change jobs. You can if you want, but it's it's making the most, it's shaping the role for you, molding it into how you want your role to look and, you know, to go for opportunities, to make suggestions, to not be afraid to. It's even you how know, to approach have voice those heard. conversations, isn't it? Like, exactly. how do you start the conversation? Because like, I'm a big advocate of um, job crafting. And I know mm-hmm. this is stupid as a recruiter and like EAs that say like, you know, I have to go away, my job, I'm bored. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe stay and speak to them yeah. and see what you can add in. Like, you know, if you love events and you love organization, maybe try mm. and bring more of those parts. Um, well especially now because i think what a lot of it's it's kind of been almost um two ends of the spectrum two two extremes that have happened some some eas have had more time back because they're not organizing like 
travel and you know meetings and and all all that kind of all those kind of like heavy admin um tasks so there's an opportunity there to actually take on further projects but then there's also the other eas who have been given even more um depending on the industry of course where it's like oh no we've got to deal with this issue we don't have someone in place we don't have an operations manager that's going to land on the ea's desk so you know it's been kind of two ends of the spectrum yeah no it um, always has been i think yeah, I think that always has been, hasn't it, though, with the EA and PA mm. role, that it really does depend on the company that you're in. Yeah, it does, exactly. And who, who you're working with and how Directly. supportive they are and how encouraging they are, because that's really important too. You know, I think it could be also like a cultural thing. Obviously, we have people who tune in from all over the world, but um, I do think there's a, there's a culture in Ireland where it's, oh, well, you can do this and this and then that's enough for you you know um as opposed to like being encouraging and you know okay we have you in this box now and this is what your role is and you know don't go over that but it's actually what we would always encourage um all the delegates that come to our events is to like empower themselves and to take ownership and take responsibility and say well i'm actually going to push for this i'm going to you know fight for growing my position and developing myself professionally and personally um and it's just about you know what have you got to lose what's the worst thing like myself and Siobhan we've both worked in sales for for years you know and we both know that like the worst thing that can happen is you get a no yeah but but isn't it better to go for that and get the no than regret well, I always, not yeah well I always think with that and it's always easy for me and I'm like this is what I'll be talking about um, on the day of the forum, but it's always easier to give advice. But at least when you ask, like my nanny used to say, closed mouth won't get fed. And, it's, <laughs> you know, unless you push yourself, and it's very hard because it does depend on the culture and the environment that you're in. And I, mm. so many times I am saying to people to ask these questions, but like I haven't done it myself on occasion. So it, mm -hmm. is, it is easier to advocate, advocate for somebody else. But if you ask and you get a no, at least then you know where you stand. You know, mm -hmm. like, okay, I exactly. am going to have to look outside the company and I am going to have to make a move if this is the path that I want to follow. But one of the things that you said is really interesting. Um, you were talking about the relationship with the EA and the support network, like with their executive mm -hmm. or the wider, wider team. One of the things that's happening at the forum, Adam Fiddler mm -hmm. has invited the executives along. Is that yes. true? No additional cost. Tell us about that. That is it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're like, it's like, what word on the street <laughs> is that? <laughs> yeah, no, look, it's um, Adam has developed this new paradigm in executive support. And he's been like, he's constantly coaching and training EAs and PAs. And uh, he runs his own academy in Manchester. And, you know, he's, he's, he's very academic, actually. And he's always keeping up with like thought leadership and, and all that and so his session is about transformational leadership and how transformational leaders need transformational EAs um, and so we were speaking about it and we you know we kind of thought okay like this is great for the EAs to know however wouldn't it be great if their executives joined in as well because it's so important number one for them to understand the role of the EA of their EAs more um, and understand how they can work together better for in in their interests as well as well as the EAs you know 
So it's it's we've opened it up so that they can invite their executive to, to come along and attend that session and learn. They'll learn a lot for themselves as well as for how the relationship can improve and how they can work the most effectively and productively together. And also what actually goes on at the forum like the kind of things that are spoken about like it's not just like soup at lunch and catching up or like it's actual like hugely educational pieces that like you know you take away I know even when I would sit at the forum when you would have it like in different venues over the last few years Mm. with a notepad Mm. listening to some of the speakers and even though I wasn't an EA there were so many tools that were given yeah that were career focused like obviously like certain parts are so focused like on the EA but there's parts that anybody could take away as a professional exactly that's it and and you know we kind of I think that's the thing about it is that we like to have not just EAs NPAs like talk and our you know in the past we've had them up talking about their roles and you know their journeys and different things that they learned about themselves and giving confidence to other EAs and PAs as well especially to get up and, and deliver a presentation which is out of most of their comfort zones um but <laughs> but at the same time it's not just that, like we would have coaches and trainers talking about everything from like negotiation skills to presentation skills to, to confidence building to um, how to connect, how to have presence, how to have executive presence. And, you know, these are, they're, they're much, it's much wider, it's much more um, applicable, like across the business that it could apply to, to most roles within like business today. So you know, it's kind of keeping up with current trends and, and models and uh, making sure that it's not just like, okay, here we're focusing now on, um, you know, admin only kind of tasks because it, the role has just gone way beyond that. And it will continue to in the future, you know. And that's one thing about Adam's session that he's delivering um, on transformational leadership is to come more away from transactional thinking to more operational and strategic thinking and that's you know those that's really where he sees the role going where it's already headed as you know as a recruiter because even um and i had mentioned this to you previously that the job specifications for eas and pas are changing like i read one the other day um and i'm going to touch on it in the presentation at the forum but if you were Mm. to take the job title off it would look like a director of operations or you know yeah chief of ops and you're reading it and then you look at some of the job specs that are posted on the irish job sites not all of them but some of them Mm. and they're still very much junior admin and it's like it's up to i think recruiters um and i suppose like hr people or talent acquisition have a responsibility to to update those those job specs and be less lazy because at least then an ea knows what they're applying for you know mm-hmm. you can't just like yeah. any type of admin that's supporting an executive is mm-hmm. an executive assistant do you know yeah I, yeah like you had said something to me previously though that um when you see a job ad for an accountant like an accountant is an accountant like fully qualified however many years experience there's no really gray area where there is a mm. huge element of gray area with the with yeah the and it, it changes from organization to organization as well you know and we would like sometimes during the year we would have um EAs and PAs get in touch to say our role is changing the team is changing they want to move us from 
reporting directly into like a centralized function and you know we're not happy about it and they don't understand the role they don't understand how important it is we have a a great a, a direct relationship with the person we're supporting and I think it is that lack of understanding across um across the the business world across the corporate world uh with of what the role actually entails when when things like that happen without even consulting the EAs and PAs before they they begin to implement them, and you know we'd we'd have other people would get in touch during the year and they say my my boss has changed and I've been working with them for ten years and I'm nervous about the one you know the the ones coming in and how it's going to affect me and my role and I think those are especially the times where they need to kind of empower themselves to go this is how I work I shouldn't just obviously I've got to be flexible with the new executive coming in but it should be a partnership it shouldn't be oh, I just have to, you know, march to the beat of their drum now. It should actually be like, well, this is how I've worked, you know, up until now successfully with with the current boss. And if, if they're leaving, um, you know, this is this is my way of working. And obviously we'll come to compromise, but I'm not just going to go, okay, you're the new, the new head honcho and I better, you know, I better just do whatever you want. So it's, you know, it's it's things like that, I think, that are important that we would always try to, encourage our network um no, and you do, do it you do it so well but like as you said the transformational ea um and i've seen it before is that like they're advisory so it's not that they're setting the expectation mm. the ceo that yes you know, i'm not this is what i'm doing and drawing your line in the sand it's yes like, and i'm actually i'm glad you said that because adam is so adamant about saying you know you're not the leader you know you you are the manager in the relationship you manage everything so that the leader can achieve the the yeah, vision 100%. and the objectives they're going for they will still want to be they will still not just want to be but they are going to be the leader so they're you know it's 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 that's definitely um something yeah, and that's the to, partnership that we spoke about though so it's like that if that's yeah. the leader then the ea can tell as a manager can say, look, this is where I can row in and help. And this yeah. is how I do it. What do you need? But that's only if yeah. the leader has communicated the strategy. Exactly. You know, and, and they also, know where they're going. Of course, we're going to have uh, Monique Hellstrom, who is, uh, was a former EA uh, to Simon Sinek. And so we're very excited about having her. And she's also going to talk about the difference between leadership and authority and how you can cultivate the, the dream team partnership um, with your executive. So, she, you know, she's, we're very excited to hear her speaking because obviously, you know, Simon is a busy man and uh, <laughs> an in-demand and, you know, like at the top of his, of his game. And so obviously she had to keep up with that and, and make that partnership work. So we're really looking forward to uh, one of the things she's going to talk about is how to identify, accept, and use your natural strengths um, and abilities to accomplish anything within your role. So we're we're very excited about that one. Yeah, I'm dying to see her speak too. And Adam, to be yeah. fair, I'm like, you've got some phenomenal speakers. In relation all to... All of them. All mm -hmm. of them, I know. In relation to, um, say, somebody like Monique, who mm. has, I think I saw that, you know when Simon Sinek always says like you know find your why and that mm -hmm. she's like she was the find the how like, she was she was the how to Simon's why that's yeah. it that's how that's what she and is. it's almost like this yin yang relationship but that's for people uh -huh. who want to go for this 
you know, for the transformational roles. And, but there's also then people who want to be the executive assistant, but then also, you know, maybe focus more on the diary management and, um, mm. you know, less in relation to strategy and operations. But there's still a lot mm-hmm. for them within the forum, which, yeah, I've, absolutely. which I've noticed. Yeah. Absolutely. Like we, with the speakers and trainers that we get on board, we try to just cover like a broad range that, that can be applicable to everybody. And even if you're not at that stage in your role where you are more strategic level, um, it's something that you can aspire to or it's something that will help you actually define your career path. You know, like that you could say that kind of sounds like the work that I would like to do. That sounds like the role I would like to have in the future. So now I know that I know what to expect. I know exactly how it should look and obviously getting advice from, from yourself. Um, Siobhan as well would be helpful for anybody who's attending the forum, do you know? Yeah, I hope so. I was, actually doing reading, that. <laughs> I was rereading um, or re-editing my, my talk or whatever you want to call it, the presentation, mm-hmm. you know, the 30 minute one for the first day. And yeah. I was reading it and I was thinking, because I remember the previous year's speakers, you know, like over the years. And I was thinking, I feel like maybe I was just too honest. And, you know, like, do I need to, do I need to make it like a little bit softer or like, you know, pull at least a few punches? Um, and then I was thinking, realistically, people need the information to know what the current market is like, you know, and it's yeah. and, and in black and white, you know, that like mm. these are going to be the challenges and these are going to be, you know, what you can take from them. Like there's always, especially after COVID, like mm. the change that's happened, like across the board, but specifically in the EA and PA world, it's been mm. accelerated, mm. you know, because you are working from home. You yeah. are then trusted to work remotely. And I find it funny that a lot of companies who wouldn't let people work from home or, you know, because it was like trust or we need you in the office, when it had mm. to happen with COVID, productivity went up. Mm. So did yeah. levels of burnout. Mm. <laughs> because people didn't well. know yeah because people didn't know when to switch off you know it was like I know. They were terrified of missing an email so they're like literally sitting at their kitchen table I know it's it, it's a tricky one like I've been we've we had an office um in Baggett Street for a number of years and then it, it ended up like we were out and about so much and doing different events and everything we ended up like just getting our posts in, sent there um, but I found the days in the office I loved because it was so buzzy and, you know, interactive and you have the chats with people and everything, but I got nothing done. <laughs> so I've, I've essentially been like working remotely, even if I'm on the go or I'm, I'm in different locations, I've essentially been working remotely for eight years, I suppose. Um, so I was well, I was well prepared um, for the pandemic, but you know, I still felt for people who would have had their, their, you know, their regular uh, corporate job and they were in at these hours and they left at these hours. And I mean, you and I both know that the EA role. Sorry, can't, I oh, that. there's again. no, I won't say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> Big brother's watching. Big brother's watching and listening. But anyway, so, um, they would have to have done many late nights, 
you know, and, and taking their work home with them and everything like that. But I think to be to be full time and, you know, people with with children as well, especially my heart and doubts them because how to manage that, you know what I mean? To manage your workload, to manage your boss as well, and then manage your family too, especially when the schools were shut, like just really, really challenging times. So it's 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 no wonder, I think that. And I, but I think a lot of people I, I just really had to just go, do you know what? enough is enough something has to give we this has to work in a different way and I think the key thing like anything is just to keep having conversations yeah. with with the people that you work with and you know I do think that it showed the levels of trust um for people you know it gave the opportunity to say well we can trust that they're working from home they're actually getting stuff done you know yeah, I think it changed um, a lot of minds, 100%. You know, and yeah. it, it's going to open up things as well for women in the workplace. But um, mm. back to the EA forum, because we can talk about this next week. But back to the EA forum. Um, tell me a little bit about the workshops that are happening on the second day. Yes, so um, Lisa Mitten, actually, who, as I was saying earlier, she's a vision and leadership mentor, and, and she's delivering uh, a talk on the forum day, which is the 10th, next Wednesday, the 10th. And again, she's talking about creating um, your vision and the role that you would like and, and the life that you would like to, to have. And so that includes, you know, how you communicate with people, ensuring how you communicate your higher vision and ensuring that it lands effectively with the right people. And also not having emotional attachment to your objectives in the sense that if you have too much of an emotional attachment you're going to it might stop you it actually might you might start you know the voice in your head might start going no 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 who do you think you are now you're going for that no 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 just stay in your box and whatever you know so that's her um that's her kind of form of teaching but what she's actually going to do because she's only in for a half half hour 40 minute slot on wednesday she's going to do a deep dive into that area uh, as part of her workshop on Thursday and she's going to get people actually interacting and having I know it can terrify some people to go oh no I don't want to be <laughs> I don't want to be um doing exercises now and having to come up with things but I think it's actually a really good way to practice and then she can advise like she can get people to kind of um, yeah, tweak your role your play and, yeah. and tweak and everything like that as well so that's one of the workshops that we're very excited about we're also going to have Trish Butair, who I spoke about earlier, who's in, based in Sydney, and she's going to go through um, the Global Assistant Toolkit. So obviously, um, we know that executive and personal assistants have been working across borders for decades. And so what, you know, weren't they all, didn't we always have international assistance? But the Global Assistant and the rise of the Global Assistant um, is more to do with culturally, like culturally, how you interact with um different cultures organize different parts of your organization across the world and a lot of the skill sets that that most EAs and PAs actually have they haven't realized how to define them so it's also going to be helpful to define the the competencies and skills that you have and your capabilities so that you can actually go okay, this is also what I do. This is also part of my repertoire. This is also where I could get a pay rise potentially in the future because I'm doing this, 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 this. This is how valuable I am. Yeah. But it has to all lead to that, you know? That's, that's what it has to lead to. Um, and then we've also got a workshop from 
David Little, who is the CEO of uh, TCM Group, and he's com he works in co conflict resolution and cultural change and also transformational leadership. Um, I, I want I to go to all of these workshops. Are they on I at know. the same time as mine? Or? Um, actually, no. You're in the afternoon, <laughs> Siobhan. me hopping uh, into them. So he does, he will touch on transformational leadership as well? Actually, what he's going to talk about, because he works in conflict resolution, he's going to talk about con constructive conflicts, conflict resolution in a um, in a virtual hybrid world. So he's he's had many years trained as a mediator and uh, resolving conflict and negotiation. Um, but especially now that, you know, you might have to have some difficult conversations online as opposed to face to face and just how to deal with those. So that will be that will be helpful for for many people. We have another workshop on strategies to build confidence, um, which is another big theme of the event. Who's doing and that workshop? So that's going to be Angie McQuillan. She's a career and success coach and she's based in the UK as well. We have I mean, we're we're going to be coming live on Wednesday from the studios in Camden Street. And but I think the majority of our speakers are actually dialing in from from different countries around the world. Um, so I think yourself and two other speakers are going to be in the studio with Ashling on uh, on Wednesday. I'll be dialing in remotely yeah. uh, from London myself. And and other than that, everyone. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I think that one's really interesting sorry the one about confidence because a lot of people um think that you're I mean even candidates and EAs and PAs that I've spoken to um think that confidence has to look a certain way and I, I'd actually done yes. a video on this before that it's like you know the Conor McGregor swagger or like mm. I think the word confidence if I remember correctly is like with loyalty or with fidelity to yourself so it's not mm, mm. It's, so it's confidence in your own skill set it's not yeah you, just, you don't have to be the loudest person in the room you know? no but it's, it's the ability to present your skills and yeah. back yourself and I think that's what I'm going to be talking about in the day of the forum it's just like in in fact it's interesting you say that because you, usually the loudest person in the room is probably the least confident that is yeah. trying to prove, prove themselves something. or yeah or yeah. hide or mask like you know yeah, yeah. area of themselves so yeah it's like confidence isn't like the same fit it's not like a one size fits all exactly you know, kind of look it's like it's whatever is true to you and it's finding that and yes. I guess that would be a great great workshop um, definitely and I think as well as that you know because studies do show that that people who appear more confident can be assumed to be more competent which isn't always the case. So, and, and again, there's also the fine line between confidence and arrogance. So it's, but I think you're right. It comes down to yourself having a strong sense of self-worth and self-belief. And that's really what we want to encourage people. That's and why having we're having a full 360 view of like your good points and your, it's almost like when you do a SWOT analysis of yourself, like I know that I'm brutal at administration, you know, like really bad. But I could talk the legs, you know, off a horse. So, or I'd have a higher level of emotional intelligence. So it's like, you know, knowing that. So then when somebody does say something, maybe that's cutting or not positive. Yeah. About you, you kind of go, well, actually, I know myself well enough to know that that's true. Yeah. That's, you yeah. Know, and you can kind of pick yeah. and choose the parts that, that hurt or the parts. That's that it. Hurt. And also to go, you know, we're not robots. 
like we're not machines we're no. we're only human we have our flaws we all have our strengths and yeah uh, and areas to work on I won't say the w word <laughs> <laughs> areas to work on and be aware of but you know that's that's exactly what it is um and then obviously we have your lovely workshop on career strategy if yes. you'd like to talk about a bit about that what would I like to say about my my workshop so it's going to start off so whoever's attending um artificial intelligence is a, is a huge thing at the moment and a lot mm -hmm. of people are afraid of it you know when you get like a personality test or you know a test when you're joining a company and it's just to see where you sit and mm. the candidates would say to me what will I answer it's like just it's, it's there's no right or wrong so just try and be as honest as you possibly can and what this AI test does it just shows where really your strengths are where you lean more towards mm -hmm. in relation to creativity openness um how you I suppose collaborate with other people and there's no right or wrong way but it's the same as like crafting your job so and mm. that would be a big thing for me it's like working out where they want to go and mm -hmm. in relation to career mapping I said before it's like if somebody said to you you could book a dream holiday to anywhere in the world the first step that you would you would take is that you have to book your flight right so once you picked your destination you would have to book your flight so you need to know where you are yeah and that's the same with career mapping, you need to have like a really honest look at where you are in your career, what part of the job you currently hold or want, you know, mm. have held that you hated. Like, you know, there's no point in you trying to upskill and do like a payroll course if you absolutely mm. hate Excel and things like that. So it's kind of work out where you are exactly and then break it down into almost stepping stones. Yeah. To how to get to the perfect one. Well, there's no perfect job, but to the more ideal job, the more ideal. Um, mm -hmm. and then it's also looking at that because work and our professional lives especially with COVID have become so blended mm. how to take steps to separate them because yeah. and I'd said this to you before that when and I've, I've done it so the only reason I, I can speak with any authority on this is that when you blend both of them so much it's very hard to see where you start professionally Mm. and then where you end as a human you know so you need to find mm. a lines between that um and then it will also be skills on again asking for the pay rise how to get what you want how to navigate the current market but to do it like with yeah. an air of leadership and to see yourself as an equal so it's going to be working 50 percent on exercises on yourself seeing what you can work with and then like what you need to do strategy wise so it'll be an individual great yeah so i'm excited very exciting yeah that would be fantastic yeah, the workshops are my, yeah the workshops are kind of my favorite ones to do the forum days well yeah like, oh. i know well the workshops here are interactive and you can actually you know yeah. people have time to to they we've put that time together so they can actually sit down and work out you know do those exercises and come away with actually practical and actionable steps that they can yeah apply straight away when they go back to the office you know with this workshop like there'll be a timeline for them for mm. the attendees to to set so if they if they say like you know what are we in november now so if they want to start looking at a job hunt in february what are the steps that they need to take to add like yeah. 10k to their salary to yes get a step exactly so yeah that's it siobhan it's not just always about you know with, particularly with the model that you have with your new business now it's not just about getting a new job. It's actually about, well, how can I um, make the most of the job I'm in? How can I 
curate that the role that I'm currently in to how I want it to look. Yeah, because a lot of people love the companies that they're in. You know, it's just yeah, they're frustrated. And the people and, they work with, yeah. Yeah, and they're so frustrated. But they, they don't tell the people that they work with that they're frustrated or they feel mm. not even, you know, underappreciated, underutilized. And yes. then when they do go and ask for the, say, promotion or they ask for the raise, this is the first time they've actually said it to their manager. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then they get frustrated if they don't get it straight away. But it's like, yeah, you've been sitting on this for a year and a half. This person has literally just heard it, you know. So yes. like you need to kind of breadcrumb them. Very true. That's well, that's okay. very good applicable advice in any area of your life, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not just for your career. Yeah, no, it's so true. Is there anything else that you want people to know um, about the forum? Yeah, we, we, I mean, the key points, like we basically have uh, Fuel, our, our events partner, and they're also going to be our platform partner. They have a, a platform partner. They have a new um, online platform called Vstage that we're very excited for our delegates to try out. And so they've also kindly invited um, a limited number, obviously, with still restrictions in place. They've invited a limited number of people to come in uh, to the studios uh, if you're if you're in Dublin or any part of Ireland. Really hope like that, like, yes, yeah, some people come in. It'd be great to see them. Yeah, we've already got. I mean, I think we've we've limit on. We, we thought it was going to be thirty, but now, you know, the government has asked to limit it, uh, like limit gatherings as as much as possible. So I think we might cap it at around twenty, and because of the space we have, we can we can space people out safely. Yeah. But it would be nice to have a bit of a buzz and, you know, a few people gathering together and then everyone else will be attending online and um, some people will be playing back. But anyway, that's one of the, the key points. The second one, as we touched on before already, is obviously you can invite your executive to um, that session with Adam Fiddler on transformational leadership. And um, and also it's it's going to be recorded so you can watch it on playback. You can dip in and out during the day. And um, yeah, so those are those are the key points. Just check out the, the schedule is there on executivepaforum.com. I'm going to share everything anyway. So like with oh, this. So, um, no, that's okay. I'm delighted. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and what I will say, because I know that you sell the event really well and you like can, you know, promote it and you know everything about the speakers. But one of the most joyous things for me about being back involved with the uh, PA event this year was getting to work with you and Ashley mm -hmm. again I actually feel yeah. myself choking up a little bit and, no the reason is is because like you are genuinely you genuinely care and like I work with a lot of business people like you know and it's events and it's a money-making thing like you do it for the love of it you know you do it for the yeah. relationships um and yeah. every year year on year it gets better and the feedback gets better and better yeah and, you know it's such a great community and I know from myself from working like in this area for so long that EA and PA role can be quite isolating and what mm. you've done is create a community and now it's mm -hmm. not because of COVID it's not just in Ireland like there's people yeah. from the UK there's people from the US so um, yeah. any of the people or any of the EAs or PAs or executives who are interested in learning more reach out to me because I can send you some information on it as well and there will be some information in the links but if you want to go to an event that is accredited that has like amazing speakers that will like really make genuine changes to your career trajectory and the way you manage any type of negative work emotion but that we are going to come up against i would advise you to uh make some space in your diary and 
get involved in this event because it is phenomenal. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself, oh, Siobhan. Thank, thank you so much. That was on the top of the head. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's it. Sometimes it's it's great to hear somebody else talking about it and what it what it means to them. And you know what it means to the EAs and PAs that attend as well. And how the things that they learn are so applicable to the business, you know, and um, it really is. We, we do have a, it's a, an investment in professional development proposal, and it's essentially a letter to get approval for to attending the event to say, you know, these are the things that I'm going to learn. These are the benefits to the organization and to myself. Um, and, you know, can I get approval to it, to attend it? So if anyone needs that as well, you can, you can get in touch with us. Um, but yeah, very excited. Next it Wednesday, so it's all kicking off. Next Wednesday. I can't wait um, for your sessions as well, Siobhan. I can't wait for you to yes, to, to talk us through, give us a, an update on, on the market and um, and the opportunities that are out there at the moment. Yeah, no, I'm really excited. I'm excited to chat to everybody and that like I know that it's a, yeah, it'll be like 100% straightforward though I can give you that. <laughs> I can guarantee you that, but I'm really looking forward to it. Um, next time we're going to do a podcast. I'm going to have yourself and Ash on, and we'll do it after um, the events, and we can chat about it then. Great. Thanks so much, Siobhan. Thank you so much. Thanks, Love a million. Great to chat to you. Take care.